Well, come everyone. (laughs) 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 To another edition of Off Air. Uh, This is Ben, and I'm here with Arnold and Esther. On the last day of Arnold's full day here in New York City, it's been quite an eventful two weeks with Arnold here, and it's been really great to have the whole team together. And um, speaking of team, you know, with Warm Welcome started with Arnold, right? As a lot of you know, and then Esther joined, or me? Esther joined first. Esther joined first, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was just like kind of like whatever, you know. He was like, "Hey Ben, you want to like uh, help out here something?" I was just like, sure. I was never really officially brought on board to be honest. I'm still not. But <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh yeah, he just gave it to me today. Yeah. But anyways, um, yeah, Esther joined, and then I joined, and it's obviously I'm not as on the day to day as as Esther is, but like, uh, it's been great to be part of this team and. And this past week, we uh, have three new team members. We'll, we'll get into that later. But you know, I just want to say it's been it's been really wonderful th- these past two weeks hanging out with you and Esther and and basically your whole network of friends, Arnold, um, all your coworkers and friends that you've met through the industry. It's just incredible, and um, I think that seeing you come here and get recharged was really inspiring for me. And all the connections that you uh, kind of, you know, just like met all the people that you you met, and I don't know, man. You should talk. She <laughs> <laughs> said off air again. <laughs> <laughs> so if you were listening, and this is called off menu, but you know Ben can do whatever he wants, so that's fine. But um, no, it's it's it, like he like he was saying, like the last two weeks were definitely a little bit crazy and hectic um, and I'm sure very crazy for Esther and we can get into that as well because I feel that it was some every day was so full and um, we I feel like we try to maximize every single moment of every single day because you know I wanted to get around seeing everybody and then kind of introduce Ben to some of my friends that really shaped me during my time in New York and um, you know what's interesting is I don't think I would be I, I don't think I would have come back actually to be honest with you if I didn't do Nemo like my pop-up and uh, that I, if, if I didn't feel really confident in myself I don't think I could have gone back because to be honest it was really nice for people to check in on me and ask me how I was doing and I was able to like confidently say that I'm doing I'm doing well like I'm I'm good you know and <laughs> actually I should stop saying that because Ben makes fun of me <laughs> of that phase uh, phrase but you know it's true like I'm, I'm, I am the happiest I've ever been you know in a long time um, you know, I, it was so hard to transition to LA, which I'm sure we'll get into towards the end of this podcast episode. But um, yeah, the last two weeks has been awesome. One of the things I wanted to talk about, um, there's so many things to talk about. One, one of the things I want to talk about is actually Ben and I met seven years ago. Um, I, I, I learned like what, two days ago now? Maybe yesterday? Or two days ago? Two days ago, I think. Yeah. I want to say two days ago. The Fish Chicks Reservation was like, Thursday. Yeah, it was Thursday. And um, I met my uh, one of my ex-girlfriends, and um, <laughs> Ben's like laughing in the back. I don't know why. I can feel his energy next to me. But uh, yeah, I met my, <laughs> my ex-girlfriend. out. I met all my ex-girlfriends, and they're really awesome. And um, I, I genuinely had a good time. But um, anyways, I was at Fish Cheeks, and Jen was there. Hi, Jen. And um, 
she, my, my, my ex-girlfriend actually was asking me where I was staying and I told her, you know, I'm staying with this, with this, with this friend Ben and she's like, oh, is this stuff Ben eats? I'm like, yeah, you know, stuff Ben eats. He's like, wait, I think we've met him. I'm like, what do you mean we've met him? Like, I, I'm staying with him. So yeah, I've met him. I know he's my friend. But he's like, no, like you and I together met him. I'm like, what? Like, what do you mean? And so suddenly she like, you know, opens her phone, goes into her gallery, like the photo app. She's like scrolling like endlessly <laughs> all the way up, goes to December 17, 2014. And she shows me a photo of uh, like a tea set. So it was like a uh, green tea in a really nice ceramic uh, vessel and on, on a tray, no less, with like little, you know, pastries and snacks. He's like, yeah, look, like this is, this is his store. I'm like, what? What do you mean this is his store? He's like, yeah, didn't he do like a, didn't he do like a pop-up with his, um, with his wife? And um, I'm like, really? They did a pop-up? Um, and, uh, and then I, I kind of was putting the two and two together. And I think a week before or so, we met um, Sean and Izzy, which is actually the fantastic couple that we mentioned last week on last on the last episode who are part of the team now those are two out of three members and uh, Ben actually showed us the store I was like hey yeah this is where we did the pop-up and I didn't really think much of it at the time to be honest but I was like it was in NYU so I was like oh I wonder if I I actually was like oh I wonder if I had seen it or passed by before but um, it turns out I actually was there at the uh, the store it was really cool too because it was like 2014 and you know, they were doing kind of a modern approach to tea, like tea service. I remember the pastry being good. To be completely honest, I didn't remember Ben. I just don't remember Ben. But um, my ex-girlfriend did. She was like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. He, I remember there was a couple. The girl was in the back making the pastries and he came in over and talked to us. He was so nice. And I was like, okay, well, I don't, fuck, I don't remember him. But, you know, it was, it was, a, really, it was a really good shop. I thought it was really well done. But um, anyways, I want to share that story because I had like goosebumps the entire lunch when I texted you this, I yeah. FaceTimed you too, actually. Yeah. Well, you text you texted me the photo. You like, do you know this? And I was like, yeah. Oh my god, that's uh, that's tiny pinecone. That's Lisa and I. You know, how did you get this photo? <laughs> <laughs> and and then you FaceTime called me and said, you know, we met seven years ago. And I was like, what are you talking about? You're like, we went to your shop. And I was like, are you kidding me? And and. You know, sure enough, you did, and that's where she got the photo from. That was our that was our tea set mm. with the tray and everything and the cookies, and it's incredible because we were only there for about five months, and uh, it was just myself and my ex Lisa, who's a very talented pastry chef, um, who has a, a thing now called Cha Bay, and um, we're still friends. It, very rare, like you know, to be friends with my ex, like uh, yeah, to still be friends with an ex. But so that's what I, I admire. I admire about you mm. being friends with your exes, and I think it's great. But uh, it, it's just crazy that she remembered all this just from yeah. you know from that long ago and meeting me one time. So that was very like it's very serendipitous mm. and um, crazy that we actually met seven years ago and here we are. You're sleeping next to me. Well, not next to me. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> you're sleeping in the same apartment. <laughs> details right okay <laughs> yeah it's just a great story and uh, you know it's um it's taken us full circle to where we are now so oh my gosh really amazing so cute thanks esther yeah. esther's here fast. how you doing I'm great what's going on how have been how how, how were the last two weeks 
how has it been meeting Arnold face to face for the second time, actually, and you know, spending these past two weeks with with him and I guess myself. It's been great overall. Um, but we're on the last night actually before Arnold leaves, and it's been a whirlwind to be honest. So we've been at so many different restaurants back to back, met so many great different people. Um, no, that that's that part's been really amazing. I will just say that I just wasn't ready for it because physically my body hasn't been in that sort of mode since like before the pandemic. So my, I'm just exhausted to be honest. A little relieved that he's leaving tomorrow, but also not <laughs> because I, I'm gonna miss like all the connections that we've been making and kind of like the the physical sort of. Um, aspect of like the experiences that we've had over the past two weeks um i know i'm never gonna do it to that capacity again <laughs> maybe maybe when you're back in may who knows no, you will um but yeah it's been exhausting I, i'm physically like just tired i yeah, it's my body's breaking <laughs> it's down a lot. i mean this is this is typical of what we do right i was kind of used to it for myself but i mean arnold is literally like 100 miles an hour Always. and it's Meeting after meeting after meeting, but also running into people mm-hmm. just on the streets of people yep. he's worked with, worked with, and that's been the cool part to, for me to see. It's like walking by Cafe Dante, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Hey, wait, hold on. We used to work at EMP together. Hold on, mm-hmm. be right back." And then like <laughs> he stops off and sees him, and then <clears throat> we go to dinner at Cot, and like mm-hmm. he sees three of his ex coworkers that mm-hmm. night. It's just amazing, um, but it goes to show that the type of person he is, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, even stints that he, places that he's worked at for six months, that he's maintained that relationship yeah. with all those people. Like you know, it's rare. It's very, very impressive, and again, very inspiring to see. Um, but yeah, it's 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 hard keeping up with him. He's 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 a young guy <laughs> and he's got a lot of energy. I'm like twice his age and oh my gosh. trying to try. I can't even walk with this fast as he can. Like we walks, both can't walk no, as fast he walks, as I'm like in a mild jog when I'm next I'm like, to him. like, where are you going? I'm like sweating. In a rush? Jesus. He's like, I'm not walking fast, man. Meanwhile, his stride's like one and a half <laughs> times mine. He got short stubby legs. Oh my God. Man. Oh. Oh. <sighs> This is how it's been the past two weeks. We just like kind of, but it's great. It really is great. We we fully appreciate everything that I mean. At least I I appreciate everything I've been a part of and invited to. It's been an awesome. It's been a lot of re, uh, reconnecting for him and meeting a lot of new mm-hmm. people for myself, but um, also a lot of kind of uh, just a lot of opportunities here mm-hmm. and. Uh, cool, cool things on the horizon um, with some really great restaurateurs in the city. And uh, man, it's just you want to expand on that a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's really funny, um, Esther. I hope you get some rest before May, and that you become really ready. Gonna be recharged for May for sure. Just get ready, condition yourself. <laughs> Don't mix alcohol, you know. But you know what it is for me. It's, I had such a short window of time at such a limited amount of time. And the, the matter of fact is like when I first left in October, it was actually very last minute that I decided that mm. I was going to uproot my life and move to the other side of the country. And so to be on, completely honest, I didn't get the closure I needed. I felt like I kind of like, not ran away, but sort of, and sort mm-hmm. of. I felt like I kind of ran away from my relationship, my responsibilities at my job, because I just wanted to take this opportunity to just hit a, hit a hard reset on my mm-hmm. life 
and this podcast was going to be part of it too. I was like, ah, I'm, I'm done and I don't want to do this anymore. But I'm glad I, I kept it because to be completely honest, that's how I met the both of you. And that's how I've met, honestly, a lot of the people that we ran into this past two weeks. So if anything, I sh- we should keep doing this is the first thing. But, um, you know, again, not having that closure that first time around and then being able to kind of just schedule things here and just seeing people um, was really amazing for me. And like Ben said, I think that one of the silver linings, there's always going to be silver linings to any sort of catastrophe. Um, so I personally look at more of the silver linings aspect of things. Um, I don't really like bad news. I don't have the Citizen app on my phone for that very reason. I don't need to know that there's a gunshot every five minutes. But <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. What do you do with that information? You know, like I avoid those areas. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's fair. <laughs> that's very fair. I was very short-sighted. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, I think that um, with with podcast and everything like that meeting friends was a cool thing the silver lining was that a lot of people that i used to work with especially at the fine dining level actually left because of you know a variety of reasons but i think one of them was because that these institutions are very hard to reopen under the current conditions meaning i think fine dining especially at that level it's like it's about the experience right mm-hmm. it's not a takeout box it's not supposed to be uh takeout food it's about not just the food, but just the service and the design, decor, and ambiance. So given those things, I think that just to see people I used to work with be, be so spread out into, into different bars and restaurants all across the city was really inspiring for me to see. And then if they weren't doing that, they actually took the bigger leap and started their own businesses. Like Eric is doing fried chicken at Pecking House. Shirley is doing pastries, um, who's, a, who's a really talented pastry chef. So just, just seeing... My friends take that leap of faith right now and really doubling down on restaurants is like really inspiring for me to see. So, um, and I'm, I'm really happy that I got to introduce them to you guys too. So uh, definitely a really big silver lining for me. For the podcast and what we're trying to do, um, I, I came here, okay, I came here, these two weeks were supposed to be the kind of like catch up with friends, you know, relax, recharge, you know, lay, just, just a little bit laid back. I, that wasn't the case. <laughs> no. <laughs> Every day is like, oh, 9 a.m. meeting, and then like meeting this person at 10, and then 10.30, and then 11, and 11.30. It's like lunch, then lunch two, then, then afternoon tea, then dinner, dinner two, drinks. I'm like, Jesus. Drinks again. <laughs> it's been wild. But you know what? Like New York transitioning away New York is such a great place for that mm-hmm. like that I, that's what I missed about New York though it's just this like energy and I think because I was so away from it mm-hmm. I just have s- such an <laughs> abundance of it because well A I have so many more friends here than LA but B it's like the environment allows for you to be able to insert yourself into conversations with people like next to you or just in that mm-hmm. same space and like that's just not a thing that exists in Los Angeles in, in my opinion I mean I've only okay so you know granted I've only lived there for like a few months so I think Esther could speak on this more than I could too because you've been out there for, for quite a bit mm. too before you came back. But for me, I miss that so much, just the energy and just running into people that you used to know. And it's crazy. It just shows you how small of this world is, you know, in some ways. Yeah. that's. I mean, that's one of the things I love the most too. I mean, just for example, we went to uh, see Kim at Madame Vo, wish him happy birthday. Yeah. You know, Sakura was there from TIC restaurant group. Then Eric Z came over from 886 and we're just hanging out, you know, and so nice just to like 
to have those those kind of moments, right? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and they're these like big, you know, industry people uh, that we had lunch yesterday with Joanne from Pro River Mart. Yeah. And the guys from Drink Lunar. Yes. It's just been an incredible two weeks of just meeting some really, really awesome. great, First. yeah, great people <laughs> who are doing amazing things in this industry. Um, entrepreneurs, right? And mm. yeah, no, it, it has been great. Um, it's definitely not the same case in LA and living there for like four years, you can only get that sort of experience, like a very like small piece of that experience. If you've lived there for like four, four years minimum, it takes time. Like it, I think you'll start to get your network in place like after like year three, but it truly like, it's going to be a love hate relationship like up until that happens. That's how it was for me at least. And for a lot of my friends that I've talked to that were transplanted from elsewhere. So, um, just give it time and look at there. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think so. I think, <laughs> I think the hot take for me is LA has so many people that were like born and bred in LA. Like they were raised there. Mm-hmm. So it feels so insular. It feels like either you're from here or you're not. And like it take, that's what takes time, right? It's for people to accept you and, and, and have them be a part of your circle and your community. <laughs> but I found it very difficult to insert myself into those situations. Obviously this, this pandemic is, but I don't, I don't really use this pandemic as an excuse for anything actually, mm. not, not, not anymore because this is just, this is the world we live in now. So aside from that, I just feel that New York is just a city of transplants. Like everyone's, everyone moved here from somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone is so empathetic because they've been in the situation of like moving to this new city alone, maybe not knowing anybody, not having a job. So everyone can relate to you, like literally every single person. Even if you're from Jersey, you know whatever the case may be, but <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know it's not that big of a move. But <laughs> you threw me under the bus earlier, so. <laughs> but um, I feel like LA is just like so different in that way. Everyone I come across in LA mm. so far is like they grew up there, and like they've never moved out. Like they went to mm-hmm. school there. Like there's- true, yeah. But you know what's funny that you know what we've been hearing lately too this past few weeks is that. A lot of people are moving to LA. Yeah, that's true. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Our friends Sean and Izzy and uh, some other friends that are talking about moving to LA. It's just like I, I, I've heard that I've heard that more often mm. in the past few months than I have in a long time. And it's funny. That's one of the things we want to talk about today. Was kind of well, Arnold's Arnold wanted to say like New York versus LA. And he asked me that last night. He goes, what do you think? What, like, what, do, what are your thoughts on New York versus LA? And my, my response to that was, I don't really view it as New York versus LA anymore. I view it as New York and LA. Uh, for me, I love both cities. Uh, there was a time that I actually wanted to leave New York and move to LA permanently. But uh, you know, a lot of my life is here in New York. You know, my clients are here, my family's here. Uh, some of my closest friends are here. So it's hard for me to just like kind of pick up and leave. And, you know, and I love the spring and fall here. I hate the winter and summer <laughs> immensely. So, uh, you know, I don't feel like I want to leave anymore. I love having New York as a home base, but I do love LA a lot, uh, especially when you have friends over there, uh, mm-hmm. good friends. And, um, yeah, and the, for me, the the goal has always been to be bi-coastal. So I think that like I it, I think it's a very real real thing that can happen, especially since I have an apartment with the <laughs> over there that I can stay at whenever I want. I have a key, and uh, <laughs> he does. <laughs> ben, Ben's on my lease. Now. Wow. 
<laughs> you know? And um, yeah, it's not one or the other. I don't think you have to choose anymore. I think it's really both. There's so much, so much opportunity in LA, I feel like. Yeah. Especially spending the past few weeks there, uh, a big chunk of December and February there, seeing, especially what you, you, you know, you did out there. And um, there's a lot of opportunities out there for some exciting things. And, uh, but the thing is though, in New York is, is where the people are, I think. And there, you know, some of the restaurateurs we spoke to also have interest in coming to LA. So again, I think that we can marry the two somehow and, and get the people that want to go out there to do great things together. I think, it's, I think there's a lot of, uh, amazing potential. Okay, so this is interesting. I feel like, Ben, you're in the middle, and you're like, oh, we don't have to choose one or the other. I'm kind of like leaning towards New York. I feel like if, when we've spoken, you kind of mm-hmm. love L.A. I do. So what do you love about L.A.? <laughs> uh, well, just based on the, the past four years I lived there, it's so, obviously, it's very different from New York. It's also a transplant city. It's just that they're so spread out. So like the, the geographic landscape of LA is just so much bigger. So it's not going to be easy as bumping into two your friends, you know, every other day as, as it is in New York. But there are, you know, pocket neighborhoods where you can actually do that if you live there long enough. So like four or five years. Um, I loved it because it was such a change of of pace for me. Obviously it's slower than New York when it comes to like the drive and the ambition out there. Um, it's a very different, uh, dynamic, but I love just, I mean, first of all, I've never been like as healthy or as athletic as I was when I, until I got out to LA, I actually started cooking for myself, healthy, like recipes, going outdoors to like Joshua tree and hiking and just rock climbing outdoors. Like that's, something I would have never done in New York because it's just so cold here almost like half of the entire year. So I I loved it. Like it's it's a place where I feel like I can totally spend the rest of my life. The problem is, is that my family are all on the East Coast. So I can't just drop up, drop everything and leave. And that's why I did it so early in my life where mm. I wanted to take a, a, a little bit of a moment of time for myself just to see what else is out there and explore um, beyond what was in New York City because it is draining as a, as a city and you know you're constantly just like in the rat right race of if you're in corporate like you're kind of just always in this cycle of a never ending like stress and so I just needed an escape to be honest and that's why I made that move happen for myself um, I would I probably wouldn't have come back if my family didn't reside in New Jersey and New York really <laughs> I mean, okay, so <clears throat> I think it's a lot of personal preferences, mm-hmm. just given what you brought up, right? I don't like hiking. Well, <laughs> I, can hike. I can hike. I can hike. I don't okay. like it. He likes romantic walks <laughs> on the hillside. How about the beach? Walking by I hate the beach. The beach. He doesn't like the beach. I hate the beach. I, I hate the sand. I hate this. getting wet. I hate physical activities. <laughs> okay. Like, that's, that's probably why I don't okay. like it. So I think it depends on, like, what you like and what you mm. enjoy doing and how mm-hmm. you like to spend your time. I personally don't like to spend three hours at the beach. It mm. just seems terrible. I think I will go crazy just sitting there. I cannot sit still for three hours looking at the ocean. Like, it does not seem like an enjoyable activity to me. Mm. So it just... Also, you know what? It's also... I'm at a different point in my career and my personal life. I'm 25, turning 26. Like, I don't want to settle down. I don't need to settle down. And I don't 
yeah, I just don't want to be stable necessarily. Like I really want to take risks right now because I mm. can. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so. If I don't, then I'll, and, and one of the reasons why I moved to LA was actually that too. It's like, I was evaluating my life and it's mm-hmm. like, it's either now or never. Exactly. Kind of, I'm sure no, you exactly. felt the same the way same too. Exactly, the same exact time. So yeah. you moved at 25. I moved at 27. Wow, okay. And I was like, I am, I've been in New York it's for eight now years. Or never, right? I was like, I can do this later on, so I'm just going to do it now. I'm glad you did that. And it was scary. It was, it was really scary because I moved to Texas first for a little bit, but just like, leaving the nest and then my family were so close mm. so I was like oh my god this is crazy am I doing this is it, is it the right thing the right move I don't know what's going to happen but you just have to do those kind of things for yourself and if you don't you're going to regret it you know yeah I think that's important right mm. like if you're if you're listening in and I think a lot of people right now are just very lost lost in so mm-hmm. many things career and I think we the three of us as we hang out with people and we're connecting and having these conversations with a variety of personalities and people in, in their careers I think the overall kind of feeling is this this you know this this kind uncertainty. of like uncertainty uncertainty uh, maybe you know a loss of like purpose maybe along the way so um, you know what it's now or never and I think like this is a time um, you know to to make those kind of decisions and and to do it quickly too like don't mm-hmm. dwell on it like if you want to do it do it um, don't well, overthink it yeah I don't think you mm-hmm. should and it wasn't just someone we've met recently but oh you know a lot of people have confided in me like wow like how did you do that and it's so, like I don't know I just did it and it's like <laughs> Sometimes you just have to just do it. Like mm-hmm. you can't, I've always been like a type A person. So this was very hard for me mm-hmm. because I had my life planned out. Mm-hmm. Like for example, Danny Meyer and Gabriel Stolman both opened their first restaurants at 27. So for me, it was like, okay, I need to open my restaurant before 27. And then, you know, before I turn 30, I'm going to be Forbes starting at 30. So there, there's like certain milestones I have for myself. <clears throat> But as I get a little bit older, sorry, as I've been, <laughs> as I <laughs> experienced life, looking at us, <laughs> as I experienced life, sorry guys, I, as I experienced life, I'm quickly learning. I'm quickly learning that <clears throat> you're never ready. Mm-hmm. You're never ready. Um, you never will be ready. And I think a lot of people around me, I ask them like, I have these conversations, and like, yeah, I wanted to do this and this and this. I'm like, okay, well, why aren't you doing it? And it's always. I don't have X, mm. I don't have Y, I don't have Z, you know? There are just obstacles. Yeah. Or excuses. Um, yeah, or, or excuses. Could excuses. They could be blind excuses. Yeah, I mean, that was me when I was younger, mm. and I was always afraid to take chances and risks, and never wanted to do anything without knowing what the result was. Mm-hmm. So I just played it safe for, you know, many years, and it was only until four years ago at 42. Jesus Christ. Um, hey, it's I, now or never. Then it's I fine. realized it was now or never. Yeah. Exactly. And, yep. you know, I, I've said this to many people. I feel like, you know, there's one chance. You have one chance at life. And, you know, when you get older, you don't want to look back and just regret anything. You want to say, I tried it. I either failed or I succeeded at it, but you did it. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I view life now. And now, um, definitely willing to take more chances. Definitely not afraid to fall on my face and just do it because you don't do it. You might just regret it and you never know what can happen. I've had so many great things come out of like just mm. doing it right. And not overthinking it. That was my biggest obstacle back then was overthinking things like, ah, uh, I don't know if it'll work or mm-hmm. I don't know if I can do it. And I just wouldn't do it. 
and then I already that's that's failing to me. Mm-hmm. So I don't have that mentality anymore, thank God. But um, if you're out there and you think that same way, you know, don't be afraid. Just just do it. Honestly, and it's never too late. I think there's never like a perfect time or or age to do something different. You just kind of be willing to just take chances and a risk, you know. Yeah, I mean, th- I'm my Japanese friend uh, who started a Japanese bakery hmm. uh, called Matsunosuke. She started her baking career, I think, in her fifties. After she mm-hmm. got divorced, she learned how to bake in in Rhinebeck, New York, and did a whole career change. And now she's in her probably oh man, probably seventies, but she's wow. super successful. Amazing. And that was actually, she was the person that gave us tiny, the space for Tiny Pinecone. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she's been super inspiring to me. So cool. You know, the fact that you can do it in your 50s. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you, it doesn't matter what age you are, man. You, you can do whatever you want. I think that's an exclusive there. You just revealed uh, how old you were. Yeah, I didn't want to. <laughs> but I felt like, you know, I wanted to kind of prove to people that you can be older and not be scared. I don't want to put Esther on the spot. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna reveal how old you are, but I Thank think you. it's cool. I think it's cool that amongst myself, Esther and Ben, we are actually kind of, you know, in our 20s and 30s and 40s. So it's it's cool to get that <laughs> spectrum of experiences and perspectives. The perfect yeah. thruple. Yeah, we're a thruple. <laughs> Joanne, if you're listening, <laughs> we owe it to you. Really, really this is all Joanne. Um, but dude, you know what, Ben? You're such an inspiration for a lot of people, and I know this because a lot of people tell me this. And I think even even when Esther met you for the first time, um, she uh, I hope you don't mind me sharing this, but she she texted me and she was like, you know what? Like Ben's so cool, and he's like, wow, he really like I'm so inspired by him, and you know, like what he's been able to do, and 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 making that change, and like she's like, wow, you know? And I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, that's why, that's why he's my best friend. Like, I, I was like, yeah, I know. But I think sometimes you, you got to hear that too, man. And uh, it's... <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, oh man. Oh. God. No, no, dude. No, man. We're all emotional right now. That's what's happening. That's why we're all quiet. <laughs> Flowing tears. Jesus. Uh, oh, man. Uh, I just love these guys, honestly. It's been such a such a great time, honestly, this past like half year getting to know Arnold. It's like a love fest. We just did a clubhouse also with Heart of Dinner, and there was so much love like given to them and given to just like seeing so many people support them and just just people being so genuine and so kind out of their own heart and not wanting anything in return it's just amazing Woo. <laughs> <laughs> we were we were, we were joking and we were joking in the clubhouse chat too we're like because you know it was, it was a really good it was actually a really good chat so um you better not miss the next one but um we were just joking how we needed like tissues and stuff like that. And we're, I was kind of laughing, but here I am with the tissue in my hand. But um, no, it's a, it's it's really cool, man. Like it's really cool. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> cut it. <laughs> no, we should keep going and fight through these tears. Oh my god. No, but you know what? The the, the one thing I did want to touch on, right? And 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 you mentioning the clubhouse chat brought it back to me. Is like asking for help is so important too. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's hard to carry this conversation, but it, it really is. And 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 uh, you know, we did it. We're like, hey, we have these ideas, and like, we we need help. And uh, you know, like like uh, people delivered, and 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 they reached out, and they want to help. So it's awesome. Community. Yeah, that's that's basically what I don't want to speak on what the oh. goal, the goal of what with warm welcome is, but I I do think it is about community and building it, oh, 100%. and mm-hmm. really helping each other and helping people that we believe in and giving them a voice and um, yeah, just just uh, man, I'm just fucking emotional right now. <laughs> I think that we should all help each other and, you know, lean on each other and support each other. And like I said, I, I just, I feel like we can all succeed together. Uh, it should never be competitive, instead collaborative. Mm-hmm. And um, with all our friends and all our networks, I believe that we can do great things. And like I said, it's really inspiring to see people like Heart of Dinner and send Chinatown love and welcome to Chinatown. All these great organizations doing amazing things for people without anything, you know, without wanting anything in return, but they all need help. And, and I think like with donations and people donating their time and efforts, uh, it's just like, we can do wonderful things and really make it a difference in people's lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's great. And, uh, one of the, one of the things that we're trying to do and we're still like, you know, brainstorming ways, obviously, like how we can tackle this and this as in just, you know, anti-racism, honestly, not just like against Asian Americans, but racism in general. Um, and the reason why we, the reason why we did the, the, the clubhouse chat actually with, with Heart of Dinner is because uh, we decided that we were going to give all the proceeds on our shop. So, you know, posters, merchandise, or even like the magazine that Sarah and I worked so hard on. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Um, is all gonna go towards Heart of Dinner um, because you know uh, they're great and I've known them since day one and they've been a big supporter of this podcast like way back when uh, so just I felt like that was the least we could do and um, I think with the organizations that we work with though like it would have to be places that we have some sort of a connection with and that's very important for me personally because I don't want to just do it for the sake of doing mm-hmm. it as well I think it's important to have intentions like, oh, we're doing it with Heart of Dinner because we know them and we have a personal relationship with them. And um, Apex Freeze is, is, is another organization that I have personal ties with and that um, there's a lot of work for, to be done on that end too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll share it at another time. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm happy to. I'm happy to help and I'm happy to do these things because at the end of the day, like, I, I, I think the, the theme for me, like, just this past two weeks is like, there's no time for us to try and compete for attention or for for anything within like this demographic because like we're such a small makeup of this country and so for me whenever I see like our own people I guess own people as in the Asian American community you know go after each other or or, or whatever I just think like it's just uh, it's so uncalled for sometimes I think there's a lot of misunderstandings and um, you know my, my aim and I guess collectively our aim is like I said collaboration over competition and that's like I should get that tattooed. Actually, that's it. I've been saying that way too much. I should just like tattoo it somewhere, like on my wrist. Yeah, don't do it on your lower back. On your forehead. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but 
you know, it's, yeah, no, it's been a really great time just like these past two weeks and uh, very eye-opening, super inspiring and uh, probably will move back uh, to New York because to certain, I mean, I think, I think going back coastal is a dream, but obviously you have to still, you gotta have a home base, you know, like where is that going to be? And uh, this trip was actually very eye-opening for me because I thought I thought I was over New York to be honest. Yeah. I thought I thought I was <laughs> like it was like oh. yeah I was like it was seventy and sunny every day, <laughs> and you know I was making decent money with this pop-up thing. I was like oh cool you know like this is great. Then people were kind of paying attention to you know what I'm trying to do out there. Then I come here I'm like damn like this is just like <laughs> it's just another level like New York just really hit me in the feels because I have so much memories here. Uh, like both good and bad, and just like revisiting that was like such a roller coaster, actually. Uh, so, but anyways, I mean, it's you can tell he he's he's crying in the corner right now. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that, 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 that's how that's how that's how impacted he was by everything. Uh, like I said, there's been so many people that he's come across these past two weeks who have brought back so many great memories you know, of what he's done, you know, opening restaurants together, working the line and just being in the weeds together. Um, and I, I, you know, to be honest, I knew this was going to happen. I knew he was going to, I knew he was going to, I knew he was going to come back to New York and I knew that he was going to fall in love with it again he knows everything. because this is what happens, you know, especially when you have deep roots here. It, I get that way too. Right. When I was away in LA for six weeks, I was like, I love LA. I'm not missing New York at all. <laughs> but it was also because there were, like, there were, that's also because there were snowstorms going on here. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, yeah, you know, and I you look at the weather and it was, today would be a high of 19 degrees and a low of 10. And I'm like, I don't, yeah, I don't miss New York at all. But when I came back, right, and I started seeing everyone again, I, I really did miss it. And I was like, New York feels like home. And uh, seeing all my friends in the industry, again, because it's brought me back to kind of my everyday. And, you know, I want to keep that going. I want to keep supporting them. I want to keep helping the industry and doing what I can here. And I, I built a, a great foundation and I want to build upon that. And um, and I want to build this family that we have, you know, with Warren with Welcome. And we're starting to grow and we're going to continue to grow. And I think that like if... I, I still think that if people want to help out, please reach out to us. You know, whatever skill set you may have, or if you just want to lend a helping hand in any way, please, please DM us. Uh, we're always looking for people that are, you know, have their own unique talents and they can contribute in some way. And uh, again, I think we can do some wonderful things together. God, what a roller coaster. Uh, you know, like, I think the, the biggest thing for me though is like, uh, not even talent. It's like if you have, if you want to help and you have the right intentions and like the mind, like, yeah, re please, please join the team because for us, it's more the merrier, to be honest. And so I think to complete transparency, I think we have a really solid core team right now of um, a team of seven people. Um, but I'm very inspired actually by like Send Chinatown Love and Welcome to Chinatown because they, they just have this Network. very supportive team behind the scenes mm -hmm. that are not like, directly affiliated they're not listed on the website for example but you know they're they're just there to help and, and support them so um we're always willing obviously we're always willing to say yes to help and 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 things of that nature but um so yeah no thanks for bringing that up definitely yeah. we're always continuing to look for people 
or if you have any just ideas in general yeah. uh, on you know like what sure. you think needs kind of uh, a voice or needs kind of some attention please send it our way as well we're always trying to do different things and I think that like I said if we have the right people we, we know a lot of people in our networks we can make it happen so yeah send us any ideas or feedback. any yeah feedback anything you know we'd love to hear from you guys it's like Arnold says the thing you know, when he does these podcasts the thing that sucks is you don't really know you don't hear from people mm-hmm. you know there's no comment section there's no whatever people don't really respond so we really want to hear what you have to say out there and you could DM us at with warm welcome. You know, tell us tell us what's on your mind, or tell us what you feel about these podcasts, maybe, or like what you'd like us to talk about. Love to love to hear from all of you, or or just join our clubhouse weeklies. Um, no set date time, but we just had one today with the uh, Moonlin and Yin of Heart of Dinner, and that went really well. And well, we want to continue to do more of these things just so we can have like a a one on one connection with with our audience. So. Keep on the lookout for that. And with that, <laughs> any last comments? I'm just clean up, trying to clean up my nostrils. <laughs> 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 you have an extra t-shirt? Yes, yes, yes. As you can tell, we're very passionate about what we do. So passionate. Just crying. Passionate. <laughs> yeah. So passionate. So much heart. We love Seriously, each other. Though. Yeah. We love each other a lot and we love our team. We love you guys. So uh, we hope to hear from you soon, and you'll hear from us very soon. And thanks for joining. I want to say something. Oh, hold on, Arnold wants to say something. Wait, wait, wait. I don't want. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry, Ben. Tears have dried up. (laughs) Nose is blown. It's over now. Fuck this. (laughs) No, but you know, I think what we're trying to do is just build space for our community, for the Asian American community, and uh, that's what we're passionate about. Like, we don't see a lot of representation across the board in different industries. And um, we're, we're starting with food, but like we have so many big ideas and ambitions. So I think that's the biggest thing is like, I mean, Esther, you know, you, you're not from an industry background, but nope. at the same time, you have, we're, we have so many relatable stories mm. about not seeing representation where it mm-hmm. should be and needs to be. So I think for us, like this platform is the very purpose of it is to bring people together, right? Connect people, but then also provide, hopefully sometime down the road, become a company uh, where we can th- then provide opportunities for people like ourselves as well, mm. where it's just so hard to break through in mm-hmm. whichever industry you're in. So that's like the that's the also the the, the mission of this too. I think um, again, I think the pathway and the roadmap is something that uh, internally we're working on and discussing about on a day to day basis. But um, that's 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 the goal and the vision. I think. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I love you guys. <laughs> I was just going to add, like, we want to be like the Nikes or Apples of the world for the Asian American community, yeah. whether it be culinary or not. Well, I think, I think uh, also huge credit to the guys at Lunar, um, Sean and Kevin, because we are very inspired by them as well. We went out to drinks at uh, Angel Share, Irina's place, Irina Yoshida's place, and uh, they mentioned that, actually, that they wanted to be kind of like a Fortune 500 company mm-hmm. because they felt mm-hmm. like there wasn't there any... Isn't. Asian, and now I think about it, there isn't. There so. really isn't. See, they, they, that's, their, that's their goal and ambition, and I thought that was really cool to see as well. So, Anyways, just want to make sure I took that time to, to share that as well. And um, yeah, thanks, Ben, for commandeering the ship there for a little bit. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to take a moment. So I can always rely on you, man. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Do you want to do, that? Do you want to do the closing comments today? Not you guys bad. already. <laughs> what? <I'm just> <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, everything you guys said, I, I, I would just echo the same things. Um, community over everything and collaboration over competition. Um, we want to grow our, our community and our team. So we welcome any contribution of any sort and don't be afraid because, you know, we've all been there where we're trying to like figuring out what we want to do in our lives. And, you know, you just got to, like we said earlier, like put yourself out there, try new things, try things that you would never do before and be uncomfortable because, you know, that's the only way you're going to understand like what you really want to do in life and what's more fulfilling for, for to you and for you. So yeah, just keep on pushing. <laughs> Word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on Off Menu, episode eight. <laughs> Woohoo!